How do you decide what you will or won't do for money? There is a paradox in being a working adventurer. The challenge is to find a balance between committing to being an adventurer as though it's a serious job with purpose and meaning, whilst also remaining cavalier, carefree and creative. I would not encourage someone to become a working adventurer unless they love the long, lonely, indoor hours of creativity, the organisational challenge of putting out regular content and getting complex projects off the ground, all whilst maintaining the motivation to keep slogging away for years. When I started out, there was no dilemma about whether or not to accept work opportunities. I needed the money, plus there were very few suitors knocking on my door, so I would have taken anything. Over time, I got offered more work and also more money for that work. A nice payday can be hard to decline, but I try to remind myself not to be greedy. I always ask myself, if this event was taking place tomorrow, would I be excited to get out of bed for it or not? If I do not enjoy doing the work, I turn it down. This was one of the main reasons I cut right back on giving interviews or being a guest on podcasts. I don't look forward to doing them. Deciding whether or not to accept a speaking event boils down to if I'm available and whether the fee is high enough to feel worthwhile or the event sounds enjoyable. I'm pickier about the articles I write because they take up writing time, the fees are low and I don't enjoy doing them. I prefer to save my time and limited brain cells for book writing. I take on articles if the pay is tolerable and the audience reach is significant and relevant or for the pleasant ego boost of writing for a publication I admire. Making a short film for a company depends upon the nature of the brand the idea they're hoping to convey, the time commitment, the fee, the location and how much freedom I'm given in tackling the brief. When I remember to do so, I sometimes use affiliate links if I'm recommending a book or a piece of kit, but I don't take up the regular offers I receive to promote a mishmash of products in return for a commission. It feels a bit tacky and off-message. I don't want to be a salesman. When I try to sell stuff as I must from time to time, I want it to be worthwhile and relevant, such as my books that I want to reach the biggest possible audience. By and large, my audience does not want me to be flogging them stuff. They want to read interesting, authentic stories, not paid promotions with stage photos. Regardless of the brand, they tolerate as little marketing as possible. This is another reason why appropriate, long-term partnerships are far better than single flash campaigns. So far, so simple. The dilemmas of what work to accept really arise once I enter the murkier waters of endorsing products, promoting brands and generally being an influencer. That I never do these things for free shows that I classify all this as work, albeit often rewarding work. The best of these situations are when I genuinely like a brand, believe in what they do and would happily pay for the products myself if I was not being paid to use them. Examples of the strange kaleidoscope of items I've advertised include tents, raincoats and bicycles, as you might expect, but also whiskey and banks, jeans and jet skis, luxury watches and white wine, shampoo and shiny trainers, 4x4s and frothy coffee machines. 
This certainly is not a path I ever imagined treading. Several years ago, I went on a mission to search for five complementary brands and persuade each to pay me an annual ambassador fee. I pictured an outdoor brand, which seemed obvious. I also hoped to attract car, watch, bicycle, phone and camera companies. My thinking was that these partnerships would free up the time spent chasing articles or talks so that I could concentrate fully on what I love, being out on adventures and telling the stories well, using these products in an organic, authentic way as I did so. I didn't succeed at the idea, but the ambassador roles it led to have been a pleasure to be involved with. I'm grateful for the opportunities that resulted from companies such as Mountain Equipment, Haglofts, The North Face, View Ranger and Alpkit taking a punt on me. As with everyone, there are ethical questions over how I choose to earn my money. Is it appropriate to showcase a lifestyle of jetting around the world on adventures, encouraging others to do the same and pollute more? No, not particularly. The same goes for encouraging unnecessary consumption. I should work only with brands that put people and the planet before profit. I should practice what I preach and be mindful of the impact of my actions. After all, the world really does not need more stuff. Saying no to requests often entails a hefty financial hit, plus missing out on a brilliant trip to film the campaign. So be it. Advertising frivolous stuff is even more damaging than simply buying it myself due to the inherent amplification of advertising. I must consider my principles before the fee. If I advertise this, will it harm the reputation and goodwill that has taken years to build? Besides, if I feel a bit icky about a proposal, I can be sure that some of my audience will feel the same way and won't be quiet in letting me know if I go ahead with it. The sectors that I'm willing to advertise decrease all the time. I would no longer endorse the diesel-guzzling cars, jet skis, airlines or polluting coffee pods that I have done in the past. I need to be able to look at myself in the mirror in the morning and that's not a bad deciding factor for all the decisions I make in life. I like money, success, work and applause as much as the next person but not at the cost of integrity or balance. Adventure meets donut economics. Enough is enough. Without a doubt, there have been times when I've swallowed my pride, sucked up the imagined sniggers of my peers and done an ad for something that doesn't really fit who I am. Simply put, if you have ever rolled your eyes at a brand campaign I have done, then I have decided that the paycheck was worth that response. It feels a bit grubby to say that. Having said that, it made me chuckle to get surprised messages from all the distant corners of my life when I popped up on a cider advert on TV and in cinemas. I feel a responsibility to give a little back to the wild places that have helped me pay my bills for so long. Companies can choose to become a certified B Corp or sign up for 1% for the planet and give back a small slice of their sales to the environment. With my phobia of paperwork, I've opted instead to simply donate 1% of my pre-tax income or £1,000, whichever is larger each year, to a worthwhile environmental cause. I then make an effort to endorse the work of that charity online as amplification of positive messages for a social media audience is perhaps the most useful thing I can do, 
and much better than encouraging them to buy random stuff. Quick question. What is the most uncomfortable situation you have found yourself in? I once woke up in a weather station in Siberia to discover that the night shift weatherman was now snuggled up naked next to me. In fairness to him, I was in his bed and he needed somewhere to sleep. Uh, this is a story too long for here and much better told in the pub. <laughs>